Welcome everybody to another episode of Our Wives or Friends with your hosts Tyler and Eric. We hope you enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by nobody because we still don't have any sponsors. of our wives or friends today we have a special guest with us our buddy taylor what's up gentlemen what's going on man so i heard we heard down the the pipeline that you've been listening since the like first episode oh yeah 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 i got into it i was living <clears throat> in montana and uh saw that you guys started up a podcast so definitely have listened to, i think every episode yeah that's awesome. We really appreciate the support. We have a little bit of a cult following, but you know, at least in our hometown, like a bunch of people listen. Yeah, you know? we have listeners. If you look at like our our listener map, all over the world, which is bananas. That's awesome. Like, I mean, all over. But the, I mean, the main congregation is like people here because <laughs> yeah. everyone's just like listening to it here. But yeah, we've had all the way like across the overseas stuff, which is kind of weird to think about. But yeah. Yeah. I, dude, if it's your cup of tea, it's yeah. your cup of tea. Like we don't, I don't do it to the, for the, we don't do it for the masses. You know what I mean? Like we're not, we just do it to have fun and have friends, hang out and bullshit and have a couple of drinks. Yeah. You guys uh, put out good content. Well, it's funny stuff. We try. I love it. We try. We try. <laughs> some episodes are better than others, but you know. Yeah. We've had some duds, but it's, uh, it's uh, for us, right? Like yeah. if you don't like that episode, don't listen to it. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> There's a fast forward feature or skip to the next episode. <laughs> Yeah. I do wonder on some of our episodes, though, if like it's overseas, if it translates to a different language or something, or if it just plays it in English. I think it's English. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd have to assume, but if I if we have a translator for my voice and your voice, I want to meet these people. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> if I hired? Yeah, dude. What the heck? No, it's cool though, because like, well, like in baseball, if you hit three out of ten, you're an all star. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. True that. Yeah, that's kind of a that's our mentality a little bit. You know, we shoot for the stars, but. <laughs> Yeah. Land in oil dough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that was the whole point of doing this, right? Like it's a way for us to bullshit instead of you know because we're we're both married and have kids and everything. So this is kind of our way of hanging out with our friends in like a different media medium. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. it's a little different. And you know we've been able to reconnect with some friends too. Um, you know, like just a background too. Taylor and Tyler and all we all went to high school together. Mm-hmm. And I think me and Taylor went to junior high together too. Fruitvale, yeah, yeah. So we've known each other for like it's, a long it's, time. It's almost been like some of it's been like high school reunion, where like a lot of yeah. these people that have come in were like, "Dude, I haven't seen you in like twenty years. How you doing, man?" You know, it's kind of weird. Or I'll run into people in town in high school and be like, "Yeah, listen to your podcast." Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, sick, yeah, that's know? awesome." Like, I always uh always ask for some good feed, you know, honest feedback, and I know. And then you go, "Thanks, I don't really care." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't listen to it. Yeah, I think the last time all three of us were in the same room was probably like freshman year football. You played, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I played yeah. all four years. Yeah. I didn't really play. I just, I showed up <laughs> to practice. You, just, you were there for the for the sweat. Yeah. I was there to get lit up by the linebackers yeah. that were six times as big as me. I was like 110 pounds soaking wet. 
<laughs> I played the fifth quarter though freshman year. That was cool. Yeah. That little bougie game we had on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Made one tackle. There you go. Yeah. Hey, highlight reel. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. Peak high school sports. That's I, funny. I couldn't remember if it was that game or another game. <clears throat> or I remember there being one game. I think when we were freshmen, we had some kind of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. And we like got the, done with like the, the red scrimmage. gold one. Yeah, where we do all the, like the red gold scrimmage. No, no, it was a scrimmage against uh, one of the other high schools in town here. It was like a weird, like a Saturday kind of scrimmage before the season started. I think that was the game. And we got like killed, <laughs> and we we're like, man, we should have beat this team. Like they're they're kind of a lower class team, and it was like they they ended up. We found it out like it was like their JV or varsity team <laughs> that we scrimmaged. Like somehow some there's Dude, some kind of I do remember that where we got like destroyed, and we were like, how. Yeah, we right. found this out team, later it was like the team JV. Like, it was like kids that were like two, th- two, or two years older than us. Yeah, our our freshman team. We were not very good, but we had a lot of good players. I didn't understand it. Yeah, like, did we win a game that year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we were. I think two? we were middle of the pack. Kind of. I think we went. Yeah, I think we went like eight and two or something. Didn't did we? we? I felt like we only won a couple games. Oh, but like I said, won. I. So I, I for think Eric, it was a I, I hung out by the for, water jugs for for Eric and I. A win was better than anything we did in junior high, or yeah. at least the year before. <laughs> yeah, the year before. <clears throat> we've well, talked. I know we talked about it before, but yeah, my seventh grade team, we made the playoffs. We did really well. The following year in eighth grade, when me and Tyler met, we won like one game. It was <laughs> so bad, dude, and I was like out half the season because I had appendicitis. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was a rough season. Yeah, I'm just glad Skyler didn't play that year. Yeah, he played seventh grade. Year. Don't don't let Skyler kick your field goals. You're not gonna have a good time. I forgot he was the kicker. But yeah, dude, nah. Yeah, I, I want to say we were. We didn't. I don't. I think we won definitely more than one game freshman year. Yeah, I think we did. I think we were. I think we were like. I know, like G- JV above average, but JV not we won league. Uh, yeah, league. Yeah, because we went. I think we went. Eight. Yeah, and disclaimer: like freshman year football, I didn't even have a playbook. So that just right. the coaches think- the coaches <laughs> probably <laughs> the coaches told me walk out there and they're probably like, Yeah. Uh, just go line up over there, boss. <laughs> like I literally didn't have a playbook and Sean and I laugh about that all the time. Yeah. Like, it's like we, how does that happen? The whole season, like I remember remember like they would like take the little bit of time after the fourth quarter, like the fifth quarter or whatever. Yeah. And put people out there and like I would just go line up. I had no idea. Well, I didn't. The... I didn't like come into my like, my body until like our junior year, where yeah. I went from like playing O line, D line, and then like by junior year I was like linebacker, running back, you know. And I'm like, cool, dude. I was like, you know, five foot whatever playing O line. Yeah, I, I hit my growth spurt in high school right about junior year. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. And then I'm like a year younger. <laughs> it's than a little everybody. too late. <laughs> and I'm like a year younger than everybody because the way my birthday fell. So I was like, you know, you're all a year older than me, yeah. whatever. And so I'm also even younger, right? So if I had just had that extra year, I would it would have been great. Yeah. Because right after high school, dude, was when I hit like 225 and I was benching like 315. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why couldn't I have had that like my senior year? <laughs> like I, I needed that about <laughs> prime yeah, I was squatting shape. like 700 pounds. The year after high school, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like where was that shit? So Taylor, uh, you just moved back from Montana, is that correct? Yeah, a couple months ago. Let's hear about Montana. Like, what's your experience out there? What do you? What do you? I don't know. How was it? Like, why'd you go? Um, well, unless you don't want to talk about. It. I mean, 
I don't know for sure. Talk about what you want to talk about. We'll, we'll start from the top. Um, it was like mid 2020, so California was real shut down. Yeah, there's nothing going on. Yeah, and um, I was looking. I was finishing up community college, so I was looking for a university. Okay, and you know whatever was going on with universities here in California just really wasn't an option. Like online school was like really really. Good. Um, I started looking around at film schools. And I couldn't afford to go to like NYU or anything like that. So uh, Montana State popped up on this like VA email I'd get because it's uh, the most veteran friendly university in America. And I was like, oh, Montana's cool. Like, whatever. Never been there. So I, uh, like right before Thanksgiving 2020, I just kind of drove out there and I was just going to check it out. You know, I didn't really have any set plans. Yeah. And then like the day after I got there, I was like, oh, let me get on Craigslist, kind of see what it's like. And I uh, found a spot, like, <laughs> the day after. So I stayed out there for, like, two more days, and then drove back to California, packed up my apartment, and moved to Montana. Wow. Yeah. Then you just drove drove out there, drove all your stuff out there? Yeah. Found a super nice spot. I was I got so lucky. There's, found a spot. It was, like, 800 bucks a month. I shared... With one other person, it was a two-story house, and we were on 150 acres. Wow. And it was just like... So the wildlife and all there, that's pretty cool, or did you get a lot of that experience out there? Yeah, there was a moose in my backyard one time. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't know what to think. I thought my... I, I came <laughs> home, and there's just this giant bull moose yeah. in my backyard, and I They're thought... huge. I, yeah, I thought that my like my roommate had like bought like a lawn ornament... <laughs> like she she was eclectic like that i guess like she would buy all kinds of goofy stuff for the house but um yeah it was super weird a lot of deer a lot of elk. that's cool it's like yeah that's like serenity for me Dude, it's, like, i love that shit straight up it's god's country like i could sit on my porch all day and just look at the rocky mountains that run through and then at the end of the day i felt like it was the most productive day of my whole life yeah even though i did nothing Wow. <laughs> no, I, I, I've driven through Montana. I've never really spent a lot of time in Montana, though. But I've heard so many good things about just how, I don't know, just being a really good spot to be at. It is, dude. It has my, it has my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll Do you probably... see yourself moving back out there? or? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In, in some capacity or another, whether it's like splitting my time between here and there. Cause right. As much as I loved it there, I didn't love being away from my friends and family. Yeah. What about the winners? Was that was that like a challenge out there? Yeah, they build it builds character. Uh, the, all the snow and stuff. Yeah, it builds character for sure. Yeah, because um, we don't. I mean, we don't get that here, so it's not like we grew up with the blizzards and all the crazy snow on the ground and yeah, and uh, salt, right? You know what I mean? Where they do it and then throw the salt on it and all that shit. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> when I moved out there, they it was kind of a late. People were freaking out because there wasn't that much snow on the ground. It was already like the first of December, and they're like, "Oh man, like I don't think we're gonna have a good one." <laughs> and then like the week after I moved out there, it snowed for like seven days straight. Wow. And um, yeah, then it gets into January, and you start getting into the, the high is negative fifteen, and the wind picks up, and then it's negative forty. That's and, crazy. Is that like a major adjustment <clears throat> though to get used to, or you just kind of get pick it up pretty quickly? Um. What's the cold like? If the wind's not blowing, like negative 10 is nice. Yeah. Like, I've heard that. Like I've, I know I've got a lot of guys that have worked up in like Montana and stuff, and then they come here and work, 
and they're like, dude, I don't know what it is. For it's what, cold it, here. It's like 30, de- it could be 40 degrees here, and it's colder than like negative, it feels like colder than negative 10. 100%. Because the, the moisture in the air makes yeah, it colder. That's so here. weird, yeah. Even though it's not, the temperature doesn't reflect the same, but they're like, dude, I, I have to wear like <laughs> layers here, yeah. whereas in Montana, I'm just in like a coat. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> I, I do remember I spent some time in Chicago in a winter one time, and uh, it was like negative 17, and like the wind chill was like negative 40. I'm like, <laughs> I went outside for like five minutes. I'm like, this is a different kind of cold. Like, yeah, like I'm. This is not cool. Like, you know, it always makes me think of like too, is like how hardcore like smokers are. Yeah, because they'll still be outside in the blizzard, dude. Just oh, that was me. Just hitting it. Yeah, yeah dude. Just <laughs> freezing, yeah. but you got to have that smoke, dude. It just cracks me up. Yeah, I uh, I quit smoking for the most part. That's good. I still smoke a little bit, like if I'm drinking with the friends. But um, yeah, I'd be out there negative <laughs> twenty. <laughs> All right, it's time to go inside. Like your sick keeps going out, you know. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Speaking of, dude, I saw you. I was leaving. I don't remember, but I was pulling out. I think it was right there off of Coffee, dude. And I'm like driving, and the dude <laughs> and. Like he wasn't an old guy, maybe like old, a little older than us, and uh, he was driving like a hardcore minivan with a pipe. <laughs> like, dude, I haven't seen a, someone use a pipe in a long time. Windows up or windows down? Windows up. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, the old fashioned with, with a tobacco pipe. With, oh, tobacco pipe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. A tobacco. Like, I mean, it went down like Gandalf. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like a great. Yeah. Wow. I was like, dude, who's, who's rocking a pipe? I haven't seen one like somebody. Busting out a pipe, you know, in a long time. You know, a hot box. You'd see that a lot in Montana in the winter like that. Like, people didn't want to roll down their windows. Like, I don't know how they do it. Hot box and cigs in the car. <laughs> yeah, that's a different breed. I don't that just, know. That just kills that resale value. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can think about. Ugh, man. So you got into photography where you're out there? Or did you do that yeah. before? No. I saw that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I know you're doing some... Some shots for like the football team. Yeah, MSU football. Yeah, yeah, go cats. Cats, man, yeah, big cat guy. Go cats. Um, yeah, it was like when I moved out there, I just felt like I needed to have a camera. Yeah, it's just iPhone wasn't gonna do it. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of cameras started going out to Yellowstone. That one, that one was where I really learned like how to do photography because photography, doing wildlife photography, like. You really have to like sit and wait for hours. So there'd be times where I'd be in Yellowstone sitting in the same spot for three, four, five hours, yeah. like waiting to catch a glimpse of maybe a wolf coming over the hill or um, bears. I only saw like one grizzly when I was out there. I didn't have good grizzly luck. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you'd be out there for hours waiting for like the perfect moment to catch a few shots. Yeah, it didn't even have to be the perfect moment, just waiting for, like, a moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. maybe you'd see a wolf, like, come over and get a drink out of the river and then go back over the ridge. Yeah. Um, I got pretty lucky with some wolf stuff, but... Um, Do you have any, like, scary encounters to where you thought you were, like, in danger at all? Or not really? Um, Not with animals. Yeah. With other people, for sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, professional photographers out there, like... If there was like a, it's my territory, motherfucker. Yeah, 
like that and then like if there was like some like, gang shit going on but with photographers dude, yes. in montana <laughs> dude yes it's my territory <laughs> you walk up it's like they just tag a camera and it's probably like what the fuck <laughs> yeah dude it was it was so wild there was this um was it was like the wapiti pack they were like down in this area it's called elk creek and um two of them had come down and they were just kind of laying in the snow for like four or five hours and but they were only maybe 150 yards off the road so it's like i came around this corner and like there was people everywhere and cars like in the road off the side of the road like stuck in ditches and there was probably 150 200 people like with their cameras on the side of the road it was just absolute insanity and yeah that pack was like pretty uh Habitu- like habitualized that's the word so it was like one one winter one of the wolves came up and grabbed a dude's tripod and took off with it <laughs> and like that's like not good but it's a funny story i guess <laughs> yeah i found like most time animals they don't they don't want to mess with you no unless you mess with them you know that's usually when like things happen or uh that's been my experience with bears too. They're more scared of you than they're like really scared. You know, they get frightened pretty quick. That's why they attack yeah. us because they're scared. Yeah, uh, bears make me nervous though. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, they're like, a, they're like uh like Eric's dog, dude. I'm predicting <laughs> a couple priors. Uh, <laughs> so I'd imagine like especially like photography like that. You're almost like a hunter, but without the hunting, right? Yeah, same concept. Yeah, so you have to know wind direction, uh, your smell. Like yeah. stuff like that, you got to be aware of all that because they'll, I mean, if they smell you. Did you carry any kind of bear mace or anything on you? 100%. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100% always had bear spray on me, like, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> better, yeah, better with that, with, with it than without it, you know. Yeah, and I never, like, I only saw one grizzly, like, the whole two years I lived out there. Granted, there's people that they'll go out into the park every single day. Yeah. So they see all that stuff. Um, yeah, the one time I did see the grizzly, I like skipped school the whole week because my friend texted me, was like, Hey, like seven bison fell through the ice and drowned in this pond last night. So, and it was like in April. So it's right around the time when the bears start waking Mm -hmm. up and stuff. So she was like, yeah, you got to get out there. Because they're going to be, they're going to know and be hungry. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) and it takes a couple days because you got to wait for like the birds and the coyotes to like break that ice and open so that scent can get out mm-hmm. and um yeah so i emailed all my professors i was like i'm just not going to be here this week so i went and camped out in yellowstone for four days and that's crazy that yeah. sounds like so much fun though yeah it sounds like a blast it was it was like scary it was like but a blast lonesome like lone travels you know so i learned a lot about myself out there yeah and then um yeah like sleeping in my car when it's there's a foot and a half of snow on the ground and it's probably it's into like the single digits at night. And you don't even know if you're able to get out of your car yeah, because it might snow you in. Yeah. Like you don't even know. That's, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty scary. Dude. That's crazy. But yeah. I learned a lot about photography out there. That's for sure. But then eventually you started working with the football team or was, were you just kind of doing your own thing or how'd that work? Yeah. Well, I didn't 
just, he was just like, I really want to take pictures of dudes. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sweaty dudes and pads and helmets. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It was just kind of like, it was just a hobby, you know? Like, yeah. I didn't, it was whatever. Like, you know, my mom, was, you do such great work. I'm like, yeah, thanks mom. Yeah. Like, for sure. That's what you're supposed to say. Right. <laughs> our, our moms always like our podcast <laughs> yeah. stuff, you know, like, yeah, it's like thanks for the support mom. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to all the moms out there. I, li- <laughs> I listened to your, your episode. It was really good. Except for this one part where you <laughs> talked about buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross, Tyler. <laughs> thanks mom. <laughs> thanks for the honest critique. <laughs> yeah. You guys talk, talked about butt plugs for about 20 <laughs> minutes, so I kind of fast-forwarded through that. Okay. Well, thanks, Mom. <laughs> but, yeah, so the football team, they put out a thing, like, through the film, just through the school, and, like, mainly the film program. Like, hey, looking for, like, student photographers. And I was like, for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm a student. That, I'm yeah. a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the move. <laughs> so, no, I'm sure that would be cool, though, too. You get to go to all the games. and It was so much fun. Yeah. Like, there was... It's so much fun just being out there, especially if it's a big game and like that stadium's rocking. There's twenty one thousand people and like they're FCS football, so they're like one below like UCLA, USC. So, right. you know, it's the the t- there's still like the same quality of talent, but the teams don't have the depth. Right. So, like once you get to the like the second, third, it, like the drop off is considerate. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was there was. It was so fun just being out there and that stadium's rocking and we were good. Yeah. So it was like my first. It makes it even better. Yeah. So it was like my first year there. They went all the way to the national championship, but their starter, high ankle sprain, first drive of the game. Out. Like. Yeah. That's cool. Great season, guys. And we were playing North Dakota State and they were an absolute powerhouse. So. And then this year they lost in the. uh, They lost in. Divisional? They lost to South Dakota State. They lost to South Dakota State, and at least there's some like solace in the fact that South Dakota State went on to beat North Dakota State. Yeah, like, I oh. mean, there's there's talent for sure because uh, Josh Allen went to Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming's yeah. like so, low level FBS. Exactly. Yeah. So the talent's there. It's just the those are the schools that like scouts and stuff don't scout as hard. You know? But the talent's there. They just got to find it. Yeah, well, like too, like uh, I think Carson Wentz was North Dakota, North Dakota State. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Trey Lance. Yeah, go Bison. Yep. Sorry, go, go Cats. <laughs> yep. Trey Lance, man. Mm. They got that's a quite a, a predicament they have going into the season for. Yeah, I'll I'll let you guys keep worrying about your stuff. Yeah, got the Baker Mayfield train over here. No, nah, he'll be gone. <laughs> he'll be gone, dude. <laughs> He was a uh, yeah. He was just a little tickle in the asshole. Is all he was. I would say it's a better predicament to be in to have you know at least decent quarterbacks that you're picking between rather than trying to pick between like three crappy quarterbacks. Yeah. Apparently, I'm in the minority on this, but I'd rather have Brock Purdy and Trey Lance than have to deal with another season of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I think I think Jimmy's gone. I just think you guys needed to make a decision. Yeah, for sure. Jimmy G took out. you guys. The problem was is that you guys did one games with. Jimmy G. You guys went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. And then you guys go, yeah, that's not good enough. We're going to draft these dudes. It wasn't good and, enough. And fucking, <laughs> and like, fuck with his head and everybody's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The 49er franchise has a standard of excellence, and going three for 11 with a pick in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl is not excellent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I I don't know. It's such a difficult situation because I actually I like Jimmy. I think he's a winner. You know, you can't argue that I would agree he doesn't with win that. games, but I would agree with that. But he, I don't know if he's the guy to come through when when you desperately need, not like the fourth quarter comeback type of quarterback. Sometimes he is. Just depends. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like if we're playing, uh, <laughs> flip a coin. I mean, that's that's all it is, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Fuck, dude. How many times has one team been really good and then they're really bad and then they're good again and bad? Like, it's everything's on a cycle. And injuries are a huge, huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, for exactly. Like, look at look at this last season. Like, yeah. I didn't think – I honestly, like – Yeah. of course, I want the Rams to go to the Super Bowl again, but they won it last year or, the, you know, whatever. But then they literally the whole team was decimated by injuries. So, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. There's nothing you can do. Whatever, and then it's just a bunch of trash. Like, oh, the worst record of a, you know, for the team after that won the Super Bowl. It's like okay, but we had no everybody was injured. Aaron Donald's the only one that wasn't injured. You guys got a and ring. he was injured at the end. But <laughs> yeah, I was like, but that's why I kept telling everybody. I kept messing. They're like, oh, dude, what about the Rams? I'm like, won it last year. Yeah. We're letting someone else have it this we year. We got our hardware. <laughs> yeah, like, it's cool. I would honestly, <laughs> I'd be willing to sacrifice like the next five seasons to get a ring. Oh, for sure. Like, give me one year, give me a ring, <laughs> and sure. then, like, let's do a five-year rebuild after that. I don't care, but. Well, I, went a, I mean, I went a long time, right? I yeah. Went, uh, the Patriots, uh, when the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. And then from that point till last season. Yeah. So basically. the previous one was uh, the Titans when they beat the Titans. Yeah, 99. Yeah. I remember that game. Mm-hmm. I do, too, with the just short. Just short, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I don't know. It was a heartbreaking season for the 49ers, I think, this year. But I feel like every year has been a heartbreaking yeah. season. Yeah, you guys are the new Cowboys. Like the last decade. But, yeah, this year, man, we didn't even have, like, we didn't even have a shot. I've been, like, been totally okay. I just sound a little bitter. I've been totally okay if Brock Purdy rides the game out and we lose the game. But the way that happened, I was just like, it's just hard to, like, no one wants to go out like that. Yeah, because you guys had Brock Purdy in, and then but you guys were in the AFC Championship. Okay? Yeah, first of all, fuck you guys because you AFC. made it to the AFC Championship. At least you made it that far. Yeah. But anyway, hey, when Josh Johnson starts coming, I'm like, this is not <laughs> yeah, gonna be good. No, no. This is not good. <laughs> and, then, and then he immediately gets injured. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, God. Damn. Oh no! Before he got injured, he turned the ball over. I think a couple times. Yeah. And well, then, was, then he got injured. He was on the. You know, well, I heard Aaron Rodgers is looking for a team, so maybe he'll come to the. Did he, did he come out of his darkness retreat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Oregon. I honestly, yeah, I think there's a new trend is going to be people setting up darkness retreats. <laughs> I'm down. It sounds yeah. a little, I'm down. I would go to one. Buy something that looks a little bit like jail. Just make it pe- <laughs> pitch black and no, charge I, like 500 bucks a night. Why do you have That's to go straight thing. to jail and call it the darkness retreat? Okay. That's the thing. I feel, like the, I feel like the. I feel like. I feel yeah. like the thing Aaron Rodgers did, like it probably cost thousands of dollars. Oh, more than probably. I want to say I thought I saw something that is like four hundred bucks a night or something. That's a it's ridiculous. Like this, like spiritual capitalism thing is funny to me. Like, like I don't I don't need to pay. I can just go do a seance. I can just go up into like the Kern Canyon for like four days with nothing. Yeah, and you know for free. Or just sit in my house, I guess, and yeah, darkness. Yeah, but $400 to him is 
the equivalent of you going and doing something for free. That's my monthly wage. Yeah, that's the cost. <laughs> that's the cost of the gas that it took you there. The equivalent for him is also that. Yeah, they probably didn't even charge him. I, I, I Aaron Rodgers. I hate to say it, but I mean, I think the concept's kind of cool, where you kind of like deprive all your senses for a couple of days. Oh, you for sure probably find out like who you are. Yeah, as a person and like what you're capable of withstanding. I'm gay now. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Danica. I'm not Aaron Rod hers anymore. I'm Aaron Rod hims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. But I I do think it's going to be a new trend. I think it's going to start more of that. You're going to see a lot more. Of that. I don't know. Before I'd never heard of something like that. To be honest, there was this retreat, ayahuasca retreat. There was this thing that I saw somebody post something, a picture that they took, a screenshot of nflshop.com or whatever and it showed advertisement for atlanta falcons lamar jackson jersey i can see that i've been hearing like i've been hearing strong rumors and then they were like that. i guess it was that. like i screenshotted it and then like i went back and they already took it down <laughs> type of shit and you're like hmm. that would be nasty <clears throat> lamar in atlanta would be nasty yeah i think they have a good young team i think they'll be good and they have a lot of cap space yeah I do think that, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to argue with because he's trying to get like the Deshaun Watson match for salary. But yeah. I do. I, you gotta, I like, you gotta, I, I'm you a know. Lamar fan, but I do sense a little bit of overrated. Well, to get the, to get Deshaun Watson's money, you got to fondle some women first. Right? You gotta be <laughs> so, a... Lamar Jackson's not quite on that level yet. It's you like, got <laughs> to get a couple more masseuse before. The reason, the reason Deshaun has that. The way he has is because he's got a lot of lawyer fees, dude. <laughs> yeah, a lot of payoffs. The NFL just like rewards predators. I don't get it. <laughs> like I don't get it. Yeah, but. I don't, that's not my deal. It can be a little ass backwards sometimes. Tyreek Hill and like break your son's arm. Like what? See, I'm. Hmm. I'm not even. I'm not gonna touch that. Uh, Ray Rice. You know, I'm not touching that. No. Even uh, what's his name? The guy with the brown cream hunt. Cream hunt, dude. Now Alvin Kamara's in a little bit of trouble too. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so Taylor, why don't you tell us too? You've kind of like I feel like you've dappled into acting a little bit too. Like I don't know. Yeah. What's your what's end goal? The what's, the end, what's the end yeah. goal with uh, school? Like, school? Oh, um, you're in school right now, right? Yeah, I just had like a major. Major like change of uh, path. So now I'm majoring in geology, minoring in anthropology. Okay. So what's the end game? Um, I don't know honestly. <laughs> like right now, like I'm really, I'm really kind of gearing towards like seismology or maybe the energy sector. It just I would just have to decide what I want to go to grad school for. Yeah. Because, um, like, I know the money's good for geologists and energy sector. Mm -hmm. I know the jobs probably aren't as, uh, there's probably a lot of candidates and very little openings. But, um, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm just kind of keeping the options open right now because it's new. Like, I just decided to switch maybe a month and a half ago. Yeah. So, uh, film school wasn't doing it for me anymore. I was working in film and, like, my last semester at Montana State, um, I had to like I had to drop two classes because my professors were like not okay with me missing three weeks to work on a film. Even though you're 
going to school for it. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. That is. I had two professors that were like, yes, absolutely. Like, whatever. Maybe because they never got that opportunity and had to be stuck at teaching. At Dude, maybe. <laughs> maybe. They're like bitter. Like, they're like, yeah. There was, <laughs> there was, there's a saying that those who can't, do those who can't do teach. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm like new to not working in film. I've kind of like put it on the back burner for a little what bit. What were you doing? And how how did you get into like the whole film? Yeah, like and what were you doing in film? Um, a little bit of everything. Um, so I guess I'll just start where I got into it. So yeah. like, uh, you probably remember like my house burned down. Yeah, in, like, I remember that. 2013. Yeah, and uh, that was pretty rough. And uh, I was just kind of going through it, and really wasn't sure what I wanted to do in life. Like I I was working at A plus or whatever, and I fucked that off. So. I just like really wasn't that responsible, but my house burned down and it really kind of like forced me to kind of be a little, be a little more objective. Like, okay, what are some things I've always wanted to do? Haven't done. that I want to do. So then my buddy Nick was like, Hey, I'm getting ready to start this acting class. Like you should join it with me. I was like, all right. whatever. So then fell in love with that. But, uh, the life of an actor is like not unless if you're not like Brad Pitt, like, it's, like if you're one, not, it's like one step above hobo. Dude, <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. Cause like, <laughs> like you're just not going to make money at it for yeah. X amount. Well, of I years. mean, how many like, times have you heard stories of like, dude, I lived in my car for, you know, for, yeah. for 10 years until my big break. I mean, fuck dude. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like nine. It's like ninety nine percent of people who even like move to LA to attempt acting don't make it. Yeah. So the odds are definitely not in your favor. Mm-hmm. And um. So yeah, I did that, and I always. I like doing like I did a couple student films, um, short films, stuff like that, and then, I still needed more from life. Like it wasn't giving me what I thought it was. So yeah. then joined the army. You know. That you know that thing. How old were you when you did that? I was twenty five when I enlisted, so I was on the older end. Um, little midlife crisis or quarter quarter life crisis, like yeah, whatever, dude. Let's just join the military. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was cool. That that really kind of like changed my life trajectory because I wasn't really on that great of a path before. Right. Um, partying a lot. Yeah, the military always seems to be there for people that like need some structure when they don't even realize they need it. Yeah, type of thing. Like it almost like saves people. Oh yeah, just I, from because I. I know like we've had experience with other, like people coming on or whatever. And I know a lot of people that have joined the military and they're like, dude, it saved my life. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I would probably recommend people joining it for, you know, whatever, but the military saved my life. Yeah. You know, and, they, and it's always that kind of story of I was down a bad path. Yep. And if I <laughs> didn't join, like I probably would have ended up dead on a ditch somewhere type of stuff. So I think you're telling my story. I'm, dude, <laughs> I mean, I, no, that's exactly how it was. It's just, like, it's just crazy how like often that you hear that same stuff. I'm like, I'm glad that that's an, there's an outlet out there for young men and women to, to help themselves, you know? Absolutely, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, I was involved. I was in a, a lot of extracurricular activities up until that point. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I joined the military and I moved to North Carolina. I was in the, res- I was a reservist and then, uh, got out of boot camp and moved to North Carolina, and then probably about six months after I got to North Carolina, I found out that uh, my company was deploying, and I was like, oh, hell. 
And I know it's like, I don't know. I always wanted to deploy. Where'd you um, end up going? I went to Kuwait for like two months. And then um, after that, I was attached to a special forces group in uh, Jordan. Oh. So I just kind of spent the rest of my deployment uh, sitting behind a computer, like tracking troop movements through like southern Syria. Oh. Just watch this blue dot, and if it disappears, fucking call somebody. That means like, they're, they're not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, it means their little responders not working. Yeah. Oh man. So uh, that was fun. It was really cool being with Fifth Group. Um, Did you like enjoy your time over there, or were you kind of like just wait dying to come back home, or like I don't know. Somewhere in between. Um, I actually really enjoyed it over there. Yeah. Um, it was, I always feel weird talking about this because I know there's people who deploy and they just don't have good stories coming back. Right. Know, like, yeah. That's why, that's why whenever um, we've had anybody on like military, we always like, if you don't want to talk about something, yeah, don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, we're not going to like make you tell a story you don't want to. Yeah, so, for you know sure. I mean? Or if you can't, because I know there's some stories that you probably can't tell, you know, yeah. and some people probably have those stories. So yeah. And we, it's like, I always, it's probably the only word I can use to describe it is a little like tenuous or sometimes I feel a little fraudulent because like I wasn't in a combat role. Um, I was in the engineering corps. So yeah, I mean, I didn't see combat or anything like that, but right. um, yeah, it was it's not like you were like, yeah, I deployed to Afghanistan and I just mopped the bathrooms the whole time I was there. Yeah, you know, I mean, at least it's not that. That's, that's the thing. That's it, just, at least that's, that's the, not your story. That's the reality for people, though. You know, yeah. and like, because yeah. the, the military is not glamorous at all. Um, Everyone has a role. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that's your role, then that's your role. Yeah. So and stay in your lane. Yeah, exactly. Like, do what you're told. And that applies like, to life too. <laughs> stay in your fucking lane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I enjoyed it over there. I was with a when I went to Jordan. Um. I was with a special forces group and there was only like 21 of us in this little camp in the middle of this like Jordanian air force base. So it was like, we were like off grid from like the big army. Right. And I remember the first thing they told me the day I got there, they was like army military operates in black and white. This is the gray area. So it was like, I love that. I loved hearing that. Cause like they had, they were, I, I didn't drink much when I was over there, but like, you know, you could, we were off, off it. So, yeah. um, you know, you can get that stuff. Yeah. But I don't even know if I should be talking about it, but <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to get in trouble. I think the army probably knows. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. <laughs> they know everything. But, um, it was super cool. Cause like, I mean, I got to wear civilian clothes, didn't have to shave every day. Didn't have master sergeant or whoever like breathing down your neck in the barracks or it was pretty cool. And then getting to see that was a reservist, so a bunch of weekend warriors. And yeah. uh some people are probably gonna be mad if they hear that, but whatever. <laughs> but um no, seeing how these guys operate, like they're on a different level. Like special forces and then Delta was next door, but we only saw Delta a few times and I had like five months I was there, but like they're just on such a different level as far as like being prepared and just personal discipline. Right. Like um, one of the staff sergeants there, this dude, he was up 3 a.m. every morning in the gym, had like heavy metal, like corn or slipknot blasting, working out with the lights off. 
every oh, single morning. Wow. Three, like he was, like he was. In I think it. I found my new routine. Yeah. He was. Dude, it doesn't sound bad, dude. He was on another level. Like it's pitch black outside. It's pitch black in the gym, and all you hear is just like freak on a leash, just <laughs> blasting the windows. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay. And like, no one would go in there when he was in there. Like, he was just, he was on it. Yeah, because that, hey, that's terrifying. I wouldn't yeah. want to go walk into a gym and be like, I open the door and there's just like slipknot coming out with no lights on. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, this, is, yeah. this isn't the gym for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, turn around right now. I don't think Planet Fit, I think they'd be running the hunk alarm on Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They'd call the cops. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, then I got sick with diabetes and then I got sent home like a month and a half early. Yeah. That was cool. Damn. So do you, uh, I mean, did you get back into acting after the military or, or did you kind of put that on the back burner? No, I jumped right back into it. Yeah. I started college while I was deployed because, uh, it was free and it was like, it got me being enrolled in college in school, got me out of going to like bullshit formations yeah. in the middle of the day. They would call formation like one fifteen. Yeah. Like for nothing, just to like tell you what needs to be done by the end of the day. But I was in the cook section. I was attached to the cook section. So I really did nothing on my deployment. Like <laughs> cooks have the best job on deployment because you don't even cook. Because the, the military will hire like locals from that area. And then it's just our job to kind of oversee the project. Right. Um, so yeah, got into school, can't move back. Jumped right back into it, studying theater. I was at BC studying theater. And then, uh, yeah, I did that for a couple years and moved to Montana. But started working in film more in Montana than I did here. Yeah. Like living in LA, which was nice. But um, a little bit of everything in film. What do you think it takes to like, for some of these people to get their big break? Do they have to have an agent? I mean, or does it just, they get lucky and they get recognized on some sort of thing or I don't know is it a combination of both or yeah I don't think there's one way it's like yeah. winning the lottery right I mean, kind of it's kind of like you have to be at the right call at the right, the right time. casting call at the right time reading the right lines in front of the right person that's the, you just have to impress one person yeah like and for the like people doing it like it's good to have an agent for sure because your agent's the one that knows about all the jobs yeah and then even if you have an agent, you still have to do legwork yourself and look for jobs. Right. Because you might find something like, oh, okay, this project wants to bring me in for an audition. Then you run it through your agent. Um, I never had an agent. I never, I don't think I ever took it serious enough to like really get to that next level. Yeah. Like just the bureaucracy and politics of it all like really kind of turned me on. Right. Yeah. But living in Montana was great because it's a small acting community but there's a lot of stuff being filmed there. Yeah. So um, I was able to, I had a pretty good role in a movie we made last year, snowboarding dog movie. And uh, I was one of the supporting characters and, you know, like I'm acting next to the two leads. What, like, mo- what movie is it? It's called Powder Pup. Pup. And it's yeah. about a snowboarding dog? Snowboarding dog. The dog actually knew how to snowboard. That's crazy. It was sick. It was sick. It was one of the best experiences of my whole life. Like, um, one of my good friends I met out there, uh, his name's Ari Novak. He was the director. And, um, yeah, he, I auditioned for one of the roles and they were going to have another guy coming from LA, but, uh, he was like super dramatic about what he wanted. Like he, 
didn't want to fly out of Burbank. He wanted to fly out of I LAX. You. Found you on IMDb. There you are, dude. Yes, sir. I'm Trevor, powder. big Trev dog. <laughs> Why is my picture not on there, I don't dude? Know, man. <laughs> Dang, IMDb's doing me dirty. Yeah, maybe because yeah, submitted a complaint. Because I cared more about Jay Moore and Joey Diaz. Dude, it's gonna it's gonna be a good movie. I think it's gonna be a good movie. Uh, IMDb says it's still in post production. So. Yeah, yeah. I think they're I think they're working on the score right now. I haven't talked to Ari in a couple weeks, but okay. Snowboarding dog, right on, dude. It's gonna be we'll a great check, kids movie. We'll, we'll check it out. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll do a, our wives' uh, review of <laughs> Powder Pup. Powder Pup. Yes, <laughs> yes. But yeah, Joey Diaz, hilarious. He's gonna kill it. He's the voice of the dog. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> and then I didn't know. Hey this dog! Story. Hey dog! <laughs> I didn't know this. Joey Diaz has done a lot of talking dog movies. Yeah, yeah. Didn't realize that, and he's like, "Oh, this is like my thirty seventh movie." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> it's my it's my thirty seventh movie, dog. Did he happen to do uh, Airbud? No, no. Airbud Air didn't talk. I don't think Airbud talked. Dude. Yeah. No, or you had like a narrator. Only reason I said I saw Airbud come up like uh, I don't know I was like streaming some stuff you know and when the movie was done Airbud came up as like the next suggestion I'm like oh my god I haven't seen this movie in so long I just I just picture the dude dressed as a clown trying to kiss, capture him yeah I'm like nah I'm good but dude those are for you there's some stickers dude thank you yeah if you want we have some more we could probably give you some more. Tag up Bakersfield. Yeah, we just yeah throw them everywhere. I don't care. I'll yeah, you up, can put them anywhere. I'll tag up Cal State. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do it, dude. Whatever. Gotta get some young listeners. Yes. Yeah, Tyler. Uh, I know a guy who has quite a bit of those, so needs more. <laughs> I know a guy. Usually, how it goes, right? I know a guy. Oh yeah, always. Especially in Bakersfield, like you have to know, know a guy. You have to know a guy. I'm gonna hey, find hey, uh, Eric Rayer. Right yeah. Outer Top of the list. If it'll load. I hope that's like the only <laughs> thing. What? So, do you know when the movie's supposed to drop? I th- tentatively, it's October. There he is, right there. Yeah. Wow, Trevor. Trev Dog. It was yeah. so much fun. It that was, is really uh, fucked up that everyone else has a picture. <laughs> Dude, I need to email IMDb. I'm getting that's disrespectful, but it is what it is. Is it a good headshot or what? I don't know. You don't know? I don't, yeah, I don't even know. I think I can upload one or send one to IMDb. Yeah, I would, because that's Jack Hood. Because <laughs> you're right up there with this guy, Mark Murphy. Okay, so check Emily it out. Emily Dabrowski and Jacob Miller. They don't got pictures either. Check this out. Mark Murphy is like a Montana, just like local. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a plumber in this town called uh, Livingston, Montana. Shout out Mark Murphy. He's one of the best actors I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> and like, he he... Like, doesn't act a lot. I think he did his, like, first movie, like, a couple years ago. Yeah. But he is, like, the quintessential, like, New York mob gangster. I don't know if I should say that. Might oh, be. like, he just seems like that? Or yeah. He, or or he's really he's about a, that. He's a, <laughs> I don't know he's if I should say that. He's a plumber now. And he had yeah, to he move might, to Montana. <laughs> maybe, he's in, maybe he's in witness protection. I just blew his fucking cover. Yeah. Might want to edit that one out. <laughs> So I'll start over. Mark Murphy is one of the greatest actors I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Here's the uh, synopsis. Sean, a Southern California surfer, his dad's plan to move to mountains of Montana crushes him until he meets a dog who can snowboard. With the help of his canine friend, he's set to make a run for the annual snowboarding championship. 
Right on, dude. That's like Disney, yeah. that's got like Disney movie written all over. I was gonna say, oh, dude, one hundred percent. Might be like Johnny, like Johnny Tsunami, Tsunami type stuff. <laughs> so funny you say that because that was like um, our basis of reference. So like leading up in pre-production. So like I was working pre-production with Ari, just uh, helping put the movie together, and uh, we watched Johnny Tsunami probably twenty-five times. <laughs> There's that one, and there was a snow. There was another Disney movie. It was a snowboarding movie. Like not Johnny Tsunami, but um, yeah, it was Johnny Tsunami two. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 but um, I remember yeah, as a kid was... watching Johnny Tsunami like really. Dude, I wanted the beanie. You yeah. know what I mean with like the beanie with like the the dreadlocks on it. Yes, colorful dreadlocks. I always yeah. wanted that beanie. Hey, that and what was the other one? Uh, was it Blink or Blake or Blink? Brink, Brink, Brink. Uh, the rollerblading yeah, yeah. movie. Brink. Brink. Yeah. I, I, sides? I will yeah. still watch Brink. Okay? Yeah, one hundred percent. Confession: I watched it about a month ago. <laughs> 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 my. Uh, Danielle, my wife thinks that, you know, we have Disney Plus for her and my daughter. Nope, dude. So I can watch Brink whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you guys seen the movie Soul? Uh, I have put it on, but I haven't, like, religiously paid attention to it. I heard it's oh. great, though. Soul? 11 out of 10. Really? Yeah. Probably of the modern Disney Pixar movies, Yeah. Uh, probably the best one I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. I'm going to keep that in mind. I did like uh, Onward. I don't know if you saw Onward, but... I really Onward was that. actually pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. It's a Pixar movie. Okay, I'll have to check yeah. it out. Yeah. It's got Chris Pratt. Okay. Yeah, I love a good movie. Yeah, I thought, I thought Onward was pretty good. It's got some like magical elements where it's like a community that used to be very like Skyrim. Right, mm-hmm. like very magical. Yeah, and then they like stopped using the magic, mm. so everyone it became like a normal society. So magic was still there, but nobody knows how to use it. Oh, okay, and they ended up discovering how to use it. Okay, that's kind of, souls kind of like that. It's um, it's really spiritual. Like, uh, I don't want to like give away the movie or anything, but essentially, it's kind of like I related to it because like my experiences in life, but it's like you like work so hard to achieve something and then like you're unhappy over whatever. And then like you achieve this thing and then you realize that it like didn't make you as happy as you thought it would. Yeah. Um, Cause maybe you're doing it for the wrong reason. Well, it's, like, or... it's like people that acquire like, Oh, I want to be rich or yeah. acquire money. Right. And then once they have the money, most people are like not like fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah, no, I've heard a lot of those stories where where people get kind of lost in that mindset, and then once they do achieve that, then they look back and like, like I'm I finally, regret. I finally got my dream job, but then yeah. you realize your dream job isn't what you thought it would be. It yeah, make you happy. Yeah, got to do what you got to do what makes you happy. Ultimately, right? Yeah, no. yeah. Kind of how I got, kind of how it was with acting. How you live life, Taylor? I guess I've been trying to live my life. You like my. Uh, <laughs> My Bob Ross energy drink. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Is it positive? I brought that today. It is very positive. <laughs> I said it tastes like his afro. Sick. How <laughs> do you know what his afro tastes like? I just imagine it tastes like paint. <laughs> <laughs> paint and sweat. Oil or acrylic? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever he used. That smile, though, gets me. Yeah. Because he's like, I have to turn the can around, otherwise he's just staring at me. 
that Eric brought. He's like, I thought it would be funny. I'm like, that's not bad. I was at a bar. I was at a bar a few weeks ago or like a month ago, and they had Bob Ross on the TV. So it was like 11 o'clock at night. I don't remember what. Did you see the movie that? Wait, were they doing like paint night? No, it was just just, just long. It was like a casual Thursday. Did you see that Owen Wilson movie they're coming out with? Have you seen that? No. Um. So he plays like a character like Bob Ross, but it's kind of like a play on Bob Ross's life. But it's not <laughs> like a biopic. But it's, yeah. it's Let me see if I can find it. Uh, it's an upcoming. I put on yeah, Bob paint, Ross paint. Like, a, a while ago, and I was like, I was watching Wait. it, but then I was like, man, you know, like I'm not very creative, and I was like, he just makes it look so easy. Like so he yeah, plays like, some of this. He plays a here. character like I mean, I mean, you can tell what they're playing off of, right? Oh yeah. I love it. But his name, I mean, his name isn't Bob Ross in it or anything. So it's yeah. not a biopic, but it's kind of like a. <laughs> the picture's ridiculous. I know. And then it's like a, a hot shot new painter comes in on TV, you know, and he's like, what the fuck? And there's <laughs> all this stuff ends up happening, but. Starts drinking. Yeah, look at it, dude. Isn't that great? I kind of want to like I want to watch it so bad. Absolutely. He's <laughs> got the pipe. There we go, dude. Pipe. Remember, yep. I told you, pipe. Trending. Go see paint. Just watched Wedding Crashers a couple of days ago. The movie's so good. Paint comes out April 7th. So go see Paint on April 7th. We're looking for sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> we will promote the shit out of your Bob Ross wannabe movie. Yeah, if you have millions <laughs> of people that come and, and watch your movie, it's because they heard it first on yeah, all of our friends. Absolutely. If a, if a thousand people show up and see your movie, it's because they heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's cool, dude. I'm like, seems like you've had quite some experiences. Whether it's, do you, how often do you still do the photography stuff? Um, you I, do did, I like, just did it last week at the uh, Whiskey Flat Rodeo. Oh, okay, so that was I actually went through like a little sabbatical. So before last Saturday, I hadn't even touched my camera for almost five months, which. Kind of strange. Do you do like yeah. weddings or anything like that? Will you do anything? No, like I would that? love to do weddings though, but it's like uh, I don't have the work. I'm an ordained minister, so maybe we can do a package. Yes, yeah. dude, you know yes. what I mean? Yes. Minister and a photographer. Yeah, we'll just like sell ourselves as a package. Hey, we do we know a DJ? Yes. We can sell ourselves as like a three way package. <laughs> yes. As a, it's like one price, you get the photographer, the minister, and the DJ all. Hey, I'm not a certified DJ, but I can buy some equipment there to make you go. this happen. Let's do it. Yeah, it's uh, I would love to do weddings. Um, I know I could do it, you know, like I finally am at a point where I feel pretty confident that like I'm a decent photographer, mm. I guess. I don't know. I don't like to church myself up, but. Um, I'm a minister. I'll church you up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Father. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would love to do weddings. Uh, I found out how much my sister paid her photographer. I was like, dude, I'm in the wrong business. Like I'm paying to go to places gonna, to do photography. <laughs> how much you paying yours? What was that? How much you paying yours? Oh gosh. I mean, I think ballpark, it's in it the ballpark figure of like 2,500 bucks. That's a good, that's a good deal. Yeah. Good deal. But there's packages that go like all it's like yeah. packages from 25 to 4,000. I think that's nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah. My sister paid hers eight grand. I was like, I'm in the wrong industry. For sure. I was like, I just paid $40 to go to a rodeo to like leave, you know, take some pictures. Every time I say that, I just think of the Dahmer show. 
just want to take a couple pictures. Oh my gosh, that was so <laughs> yeah. But I, um, I love. Just want to take a couple pictures. Of you. Yeah, I just want to take a couple pictures and watch the Super Bowl, and then you can. Leave. Honestly, I couldn't even finish that that series. I finished it, it just, but it took me a while. It gave me like I stopped at episode he, two. Yeah, it oh, gave it was, me heebie. Like I just I couldn't. So like ever since I don't know. I know we've talked about it kind of, but yeah. like ever since I've uh, had a kid and stuff, like I've been a little bit more like religious. Yeah. I read the Bible a lot more and do like we go to church more and stuff. So yeah. I still have like a different side of me, right? But then I have like church Tyler. Yeah. So like just the vibe that watching that show gave me within my house, I was just like, I can't. It's do it. dark. It's, yeah. I just can't do it. Like okay. it, it, I felt like I was letting like demons in. One hundred percent. I, mean? I, just, I just, felt the same way. It just didn't feel right. So like I watched a few episodes, but I was just like. Well, Daniel yeah. was like, we got to turn this off. One good thing that did. I know how it, it ends. I know how it ends. Yeah. I, we don't have to <laughs> yeah. finish it. Okay. Spo- spoiler. Wikipedia <laughs> is better. Spoiler. <laughs> One good thing that did come from it was the meme, though, where oh, he's like dude. forcing people, you know, it's yeah. like <laughs> forcing people to watch something, you know, like, I don't know. There's been a lot of yeah. memes that are really funny about that, though. Yeah, the memes did crack me up, but Tyler, I felt the same way. I watched two episodes and I was like, man, this is just like. Not the kind of stuff I'm trying to bring into my life. Like it was so dark, and I'm just just trying to be conscious of what I watch these days. But so, did you feel though, like as an actor though, that the guy who played Dahmer did a really good job of like taking on that dude, persona? And brilliant, like brilliant. It's, but it's like even though it's like he pl- a tough subject. Yeah, it, I couldn't. The places he would have to go, he has a huge range. And he's kind of cut his teeth on some dark stuff with like American Horror Story. Yeah. Like American Horror Story is not super dark, but it's well, he can, dark he, subject matter for the most part. He can go part. from something like where he like turns himself into Dahmer right. to like X-Men. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, yeah. you have a crazy ass range. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Honestly, Evan, I think Evan Peters is. Just because of like like that where he can, he can make you feel like, dude, that dude's going to kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. That dude is Jeffrey Dahmer, you know? Well, and it's like he's probably been acting twenty plus years, oh, you yeah. know. So it yeah, takes it takes so time. much time and work and effort to get to a point where you can do that. Where you can, I don't think some actors are different. There's like method, you know, where people like get lost in the character and stuff like that. That was like never my thing. I always tried to get into it, but uh, I think just like years of trying to suppress trauma. Like I have all this armor built up over traumatic experience. So it was like hard for me to really pull that back out. Right. Where you hit people who have been acting since they were little kids, like Leonardo DiCaprio, for example, he's been an actor, he was a child actor, you know? So he was able to like sustain that, um, like child vulnerability. He was like able to, sure. He's like had trauma in his life. You know what I mean? But always able to pull from that. He was able to keep that part of his childhood with him. So those actors, they can really get into something, really dive into it. And they don't have problems pulling emotions from here or here. I think like the most popular that you still hear today is uh, Heath Ledger, right? Playing the Joker. That's one of the ones I hear. Yeah. That's like, I I think that's like the most, one of the most popular. I mean, there's a ton of other actors that are like crazy method. About like how some of them have to lose like a ton of weight or gain a Freaking, ton of weight for the uh, role. Christian Bale. Christian dude. Bale, he's the king of that. Yeah. Um, what was the movie? Uh, the guy was sick with AIDS. He lost like a ton of weight for the role. McConaughey. Ma- Matthew yeah, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. 
Uh, was it Dallas Buyers Club? Yeah, yeah. Dallas Buyers Club. Such a great movie. That one comes to mind. Showed, showed up in his Lincoln. You know yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was such a good movie. Well, it, now now I know if we ever do a Our Wives or Friends commercial, I know who we're hiring. Or a photo yeah. shoot, Our Wives or Friends photo shoot. Yeah. With me and, Na- me and Eric naked. I'm not that good of an actor. <laughs> That's the thing. I know who's taking our <laughs> naked pictures. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Photographer. What's up? <laughs> We take. Are we drinking Jaeger first, or are we, just, are we just going in well, sober? Well, how about you direct a commercial for us? Did you direct something? Yeah, we could probably do that. Okay. Hey, could you imagine that being our thumbnail for one of our episodes, dude? I think like, I know. I think you should take. I to take a couple <laughs> thumbnail pictures for us. <laughs> we just reenact like the uh, paint me like one of your French girl scenes. I don't know if Titanic. you. I don't know if you saw the uh, Tyler be drawing. He have his the, sketch pad. I don't know if you saw the thumbnail for. Uh, Christmas one where we did the Christmas card, the episode, so. the podcast episode. I don't think so. What was uh, that Skylar and Cody? Yeah, Skylar and Cody. But we did it like as if we took a Christmas card, like with the family. <laughs> Let me see if I have that. Let me just pull it up here. I feel like it was last week. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So we like, <laughs> like this one where we like all got the hands on each other. And yeah. There and like how like the creepy like Sears pictures back in the day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I saw like a like a reel or something where people are doing date nights at like Sears, you know, and doing those pictures just for fun. You yeah, know? yeah. Like make it as cringy as you can. Dude, that was back in the day, huh? Sears isn't even a thing anymore. No, they they closed down, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I can remember taking pictures at the mall, <laughs> like those um, like really JC cringy Penny type family shit. photos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sears and JC Penney's, dude. Yeah, there was. It used to be next door to Spencer's in the mall. Mm-hmm. They had like little like cubes that the kids would sit on. It's like you're sitting all proper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say though, there are some cool places now in town where there's like 30 different backdrops and you can go and like mess around and take pictures and stuff there. And there, it's like, I don't know, it's really cheap. It's only like 10 or 15 bucks to do for like an hour. And it's kind of a cool experience. Hmm. I mean, if you find know. the right place, there's some sick ass street art that's. Yeah. Free. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, I'm actually a huge fan of street art. Like, yeah, for sure. Especially, uh, I mean, they don't have a ton here, but like in LA, there's like a like a Mac Miller, like you know, like that was really cool. Like, there's a a big Mac Miller like mural. Called mural. I've seen a couple of the Kobe ones that look really good. Yeah, the Kobe ones, the Nipsey Hustle one that's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. That one you gotta. You gotta search for that one. We have the, that <laughs> one's in like the hood. Yeah, like, we have the big Merle Haggard one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where's that one? Do we have one? Yeah. Oh man, I don't, I don't think I've seen it. Chester, it's downtown. Yeah, downtown. They they do have some stuff. They're working on it, but I'm a, I'm a huge mural fan. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for a good mural. Yeah, <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. A mural. A mural, a mural of a you being a sucker. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We were talking about suckers and blowers in the previous episode. We were, yeah. Tyler got both. Yeah, I got both. No, we were talking about uh, uh, how everything is electric now, like with lawn mowing yeah. stuff. And so I got like a blower, and he's like, oh, I wonder what you're using that for. And I'm like, well, if it sucked, it'd be even better. <laughs> <laughs> Come over and find out. And yeah. then later he said he got like a shop vac, you know. I said, it sucks and goes. <laughs> Dry and wet. Yeah, it's super weird, all the... all. I mean, I get it, why they're all going electric, but it's like, now, there's like this little, like, pendulum swing coming back to where it's like, 
there's a lot of hate towards EV stuff. Well, Not just, a lot, but like, I don't know, I've, I've read a lot of articles lately about it's all these winter storms. Like, yeah, because your EV is not. No, it's, it's not going to work. So, well, that and I think a lot of the argument too is about damaging the environment. You know, it's to bullshit. make the batteries. To it's make bullshit. the batteries, yeah. It's, it's, all, a, it's, it's a double. Yeah. It's all. It's all dumb because so everything in that car is plastic. You know, what plastic is a petroleum product. You know where petroleum comes from? Oil. So if you stop production on oil, where do you, where are you going to get plastic from? China? No, no. <laughs> China's not going to stop. No. So why <laughs> should we stop? Yeah, it's. Uh... And did you, I learned too is that fossil fuel is actually a term that was invented. It's not actually from fossils. Yeah. It's actually just a mineral. Oil is just a mineral in the ground. Yeah. And it's, it's not from decaying fossils like it's everyone says it is. Fossil fuel was just a term they used to sell it and make it sound scarce back in the early 1900s when it's just a mineral in the ground so it's not a scarce commodity it's literally just a mineral in the ground that they pull out of out of the ground yeah when when i was a kid i was like oh fossil fuels must a bunch of dinosaurs must have passed away but that's what they make you think (laughs) right that's what they make you think they brainwash you into wanting to think that for a reason anyway I can get <laughs> we can fucking go down no, the I don't it's uh it's just so weird just, so, so weird. if like a te- someone buys a tesla or something which i'm I'm sure you do you man that's I, what you want i love teslas cool but why would why would you buy a tesla here's the question what's the reason because they go over zero to 60 <laughs> have you ever ridden in one no oh dude it, it's a they're fucking rocket ships that's what i'm saying my like, sister has one that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah. if, have you ridden that one? Oh yeah yeah that's pretty cool yeah if if, if i like if it, someone buys a tesla and i go Hey, why'd you buy it? And their response is because it goes from zero to 60 in like half a second. You're like, okay. And they shake their hand and say, you passed the test. Don't get me wrong. I love some good like American horsepower, like an old Mustang or But that's a better reason to buy the vehicle than I'm saving the environment. It's like, no, you're not. Here's why. And then a list of reasons. Have you ever charged your Tesla? And behind that brick wall right there was a gas generator charging your Charging your electric yeah. system, you know what I mean? Like, come on. That's the thing that, like, I don't, like, sitting to wait for your car to charge. Dude, like, bananas. Really? Like, I have a friend who has... Oh, I just took a nap, dude. I mean, I, I walked up to a gas station and drove up to a gas station, pumped it in, and five minutes, I was gone. Talk about it. You said that yeah. for two hours. <laughs> I have a friend who has uh, an electric Audi, and it's super sick. Like, it's super clean. Um, really nice car, but... They don't have a charging station for it at like the base of the grapevine. Yeah. So he was going uh, back to LA and it took him like 30 minutes off the grapevine. Like it's a charging station kind of out towards BV, just kind of like there. So he had to drive out of the way, sit there for an hour. It's a random ass spot to have. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, drive back to the five. And then back. So, and then it's like if you go to Vegas, I feel like there's so you much more time wasted. For sure, lots and, of time. You got to have time. Yeah, and how many stops are actually in Vegas? Because there's like not that many gas stations on the way to Vegas. I think, yeah, I think like on the like your sister was telling me, like they have to charge once on the way there, and then charge when you're there. Yeah, and then come back. Like I think you have to charge at least once going to Vegas. 
I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know anything about. I it. think it's yeah. I think at least during the trip, I think you got to charge once. But then, think, but, but then you got to factor that into your trip, dude. When I'm on my, going to Vegas, man, it's usually like I'm not. I'm only there for a few days, <laughs> you know, and I'm trying to maximize my time, if you know what I mean. So me having to stop for an extra two hours to charge my car when I could have already probably already been there getting ready to pull up to the hotel and start the drinking i was gonna say you, you, <laughs> you know have been at spearmint rhino that during those hours yeah man i don't condone drinking and driving but you do you. i condone picking up a battery pack at state line i condone uh <laughs> let's take a minivan and yes. just have one designated driver yes and you load this you drop the seats in the entire minivan everyone just sits around drinking <laughs> hey, our, our wives are friends our wives are friends go to vegas <laughs> Uh, we yes. need to definitely, yes. and then record an episode while we're there. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great, like in a hotel room or something. Yeah. On uh, location in Vegas. Yep. On and the strip. I want to sit on, the, on strip. the strip with everything and just talk Ooh. to people passing by. That would be great. <laughs> I do feel it. Okay. That would be so awesome. I feel like it'd be an absolute shit show. It would. That's what would yeah. make it best. But then you just have like that. all the drunk idiots coming up just grabbing the mic, like, you know, yeah. shout out and then Detroit. We just blast. we just blast the entire strip with uh, stickers. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone has stickers right here. I actually kind of really like that idea. Like, I let's too. just get a shit ton of stickers, and then we just hand them out too as everyone walking by, and we have like the little setup. Let's do like a little mobile setup for the podcast. Yeah, it'll be exactly like those lady. There's like all kinds of people that hand you out these like strip club things out on there. Oh yeah, yeah. They're dude. like slapping them and stuff, <laughs> yeah. and then like yeah. it's like a specific sound that will never leave my head for some reason. I don't know the, the full stack. Like yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, well, I'm glad you came on, man. Yeah. Speaking of yeah, Vegas, real thinking. quick. Too, oh, okay, here we go. I remember I I was in Vegas one time, and Taylor met us there, but like came in on the bus, and it was like took a Greyhound, like showed up at the <laughs> Greyhound at like two in the morning or something. Like I hopped on the Greyhound in downtown Bakersfield at like ten p.m. And then <laughs> what? Yeah, that's crazy. And he was in Vegas at like two or three, and we were still drinking Adioses, and it was good. Yeah, I think uh, we were playing blackjack and ordering adios at like five a.m. Yeah. at Circus Circus. If you're yeah, if you're ordering, if you're ordering adios at like five a.m. in Vegas and you're bed. gambling still, it's, <laughs> you should have gone to bed like three hours ago. Right? It's like they have those pamphlets when you walk out of the casino, like when the fun stops. You know? Do you have a gambling addiction? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. They're I definitely do. just waiting for you guys. <laughs> if you're gambling still at five a.m., yeah, you're getting one of those pamphlets as you walk back to your room. I've never won money at five a.m. <laughs> Not once in my whole life. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I think all the winning happens like early on in the night. And then yeah. they like, they're like, all right, it's it's time to like screw everyone over. It's two past two. Yeah, because the people that are out at five a.m. are the ones with the gambling addiction, yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna be there still gambling even though they're losing. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, super smart. But I think we should wrap this up. Yeah, no, gonna... was... I'm glad you came on today, Taylor. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad Appreciate that we were it. able to get like a, even though we all like went to school together and stuff, but you've been like a big proprietor and a fan. So it's kind of cool to have like somebody on that has been listening and enjoyed like, you know, listening to the podcast. So. Yeah. yeah. I love what you guys do. Keep doing we'll, it. We'll keep try to keep it. on keeping on. We'll, we'll yeah. keep on as, keeping as on. As Joe Dirt says. Yeah. Right? Life's, yeah. A, garden. Yeah. Life's a garden. Life's a garden. Dig it. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. It was fun. We'll have to, we'll have to do this again. Absolutely. We have some, I know we have like episodes planned that would probably like, like last season we did like the drinking one where we tasted all kinds of nasty alcohol. So I think we're doing another one of those. 
We'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah, poor yeah. Cody, man. Yeah, he got blood. Yeah. Dude, he got <laughs> you guys did him dirty. Dude, I'm telling you, that was it was it was 100 <laughs> random. It, it didn't really, sound random. It was random. It was that was the funniest. Part. We all had cups. <laughs> we all had our own cups with a, a slip of every alcohol. So one one of every alcohol was in each person's cup, and then we passed around a cup with everyone's name in it. And I mean that that was it. It was one person, one name, and all of us just drew Cody seven times in a row. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> Not to mention Tyler came through with like the dollar store vodka oh, and like disgusting. Dude, I didn't, had no idea the dollar store even sold alcohol. Dude, Me neither. It, you have to go in the back and it's like dusty and it's under shit and you go <laughs> and you take it out and you're like, all right. Yeah, it's, it's bad. I think we all, yeah. The chow liquor chow was fucking horrible. That was equally as bad, yeah. <laughs> where the, like the, the cap is disintegrating in the it bottle. It was so old sitting it. on the shelf for so long that I tried to, t- there's a cork. And the cork started coming out, and it just disintegrated back into the <laughs> bottle. And I was like, this is great. Thanks, and he's Eric. getting ready to taste it. You know, it's like the taste buds must be going, you know. <laughs> anyway, stuff. we'll have you back on for sure. Yeah, yeah, man. Do it. All right. Follow us on all the socials. If you got any questions, uh, hit us up. Thank you. Everyone have a good day.